Hi, everyone. Welcome to How to College for First Gens, our podcast where we get together over some coffee to have real conversations about what it's like to be a first-generation student before, during, and after college. If you are a new listener, our goal as first-gen students is to share knowledge that we've gained along the way, learn a bit more about the experiences from other first-gens, and hopefully help others going through some of the same challenges we've experienced by sharing lessons learned from fellow first-gens. I'm Cody Daly, one of the show's co-hosts, a first-generation college student living in Chicago, Illinois, whose job as a post-secondary counselor is to help and inspire the next generation of first-generation students. Today, we'll have a second conversation about college essays, but this time we will be speaking to a post-college graduate who currently works as a college admissions counselor. College admissions counselors don't just recruit for their school, but oftentimes they review applications, including the essays. Today, you'll hear a lot about the post-college first-gen's experience with writing her own essays, but also her experience with reviewing other students' essays and various tips and strategies she would recommend. We hope you find today's episode to be useful as you begin to plan or actually write your essay and as you begin to submit those college applications. But without further ado, let's meet our guest. We conclude today's episode on college essays with a first-gen college graduate, Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Cody. Of course. Thank you for being here. We're super excited to have you share your experiences um, with college essays as a first-generation student with our audience today. But before we get to that topic on college essays, an exciting topic, I would love to have you introduce yourself for our audience. So my name is Jeanette Von Hayden. Uh, Currently, I work as a Chicago-based regional admissions counselor for Marquette University. Uh, I'm originally from Tomo, Wisconsin, which is a tiny town in the middle of the state of Wisconsin. Um, And I'm a a first-generation graduate myself. I went to UW-Stout, where I studied human development and family studies after changing my major a million times. And then I wound up in college admissions and have been in this profession for five years now. And as you mentioned, you are a first-generation college student and graduate, which is awesome. Looking back at that identity, when did you first realize you were a first-generation student, and how did that identity or label make you feel? So personally, I really didn't understand what being first-generation meant, and I got so caught up on this idea of the definition meaning your parents had never gone to college. Uh, And my mom had gone to college. Uh, She went for her first year, but dropped out um, after not being the most successfully academic student. Um, And she had dropped out of her four-year university and never went back, never finished a degree. Um, She'd gone to technical school, gotten some uh, trade certificates and things like that. Um, But neither of my parents had actually fully earned a bachelor's degree. But I got so caught up in this idea that being first generation meant that you didn't have any, your parents didn't have any college experience. And therefore, I didn't feel that I I identified as being first generation until a conversation I was having with my counselor or my academic advisor during my uh, first year. It was my second semester. I was thinking about transferring 
possibly dropping out because I was having this immense pressure and feeling like I didn't belong, which I now know imposter syndrome. But I just didn't feel like I belonged. And she she was talking through this with me. And she goes, do you ever realize that you're a first generation student? Like all the things that you're telling me about, like your parents not knowing that you were kind of alone in this process, you your grandparents didn't go, like you're a first generation student. And so it was that conversation that really clicked in my head that, oh, I am a first-gen student and that's not bad, but it just means I need a little bit more support. And so she was able to like help me get connected on my college campus with my residence hall staff, with my with other professors and academics in my program uh, to really help like solidify that I'm supposed to be here, I'm meant to be here, uh, and that this was the path for me. And I ended up not transferring, I graduated in four years. And so I think I struggled with really identifying myself as first-gen because I didn't understand what that meant. So Jeanette, like I mentioned, today we're here to talk about college essays, which when working with high school students, as you know, is one of the biggest topics out there these days when it comes to college admissions. Looking back at your application process, what sort of role did the essay writing play in your application experience? It's so funny that that this is the the topic that we're talking about because uh, I was a nervous wreck when it came to the college essay experiences. I think a lot of high school students are juniors and seniors as you prepare for your your application season because that is the one piece that you have total control over. You know your transcript. Yes, it's something you've built over three years, but you're you're at the the mercy of the grades, right? Whereas your essay is truly and completely who you are. Um, And I think that that for me personally was so overwhelming and terrifying because I didn't know what I was supposed to say, what I should write about. Um, And I think that process was a little daunting for me. Thankfully, I was involved in AP English classes uh, throughout my high school years. And so my, my English teachers were really supportive in helping me, you know, critique and fine tune my essay, but really getting started was the hardest part for me. Absolutely. I, you know, I tell students that definitely getting started is, is usually the challenging part. You know, there's pressure to write about certain experiences or to write about certain topics. You know, sometimes I tell students some of the best ways to start is to just brainstorm and just throw ideas out, you know, (laughs) don't necessarily worry about things, but just think about things that come to mind or think about important experiences and things like that. Because getting started, I think, is is among the, the toughest part. And looking back at your experience with essays, with college applications, did you have to write like prompted essays with specific questions? Did you have to write personal statements or did you kind of have to write a mix of both? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I applied, I knew that I wanted to stay within the state of Wisconsin. I wanted to stay close to my family. And so because of that, I applied using the UW system application. So very similar to the Common App, I just had to write one personal statement And then some of the other schools offered like additional essays, which as I'm sure you've heard in any college prep materials, optional means that you probably should do it, which is something that I learned the hard way. And so I think I I definitely wrote a mix of both, but my primary essay was more of a personal statement and not necessarily a prompted essay. Although I did write a ton of those for scholarships. 
yes, if it's optional, always do it. I think that's a great thing for students to take away. Prior to writing these essays and working on these essays and kind of getting entrenched in that aspect of the college app process, looking back when you were in high school, what did you think colleges looked for? Like when they were saying yes or no, what were some of the things you thought they considered the most? In my naive brain, I thought that the college essay, <laughs> I, I had the unique opportunity to work in my college's admissions office where they showed me my essay from when I was an 18-year-old, and it was not a pleasant experience. I had thought that the college essay was purely about showing yourself off, and so I chose to write about the activities I was involved in which now as a professional, I have learned that that essay, uh, essentially all I did was reiterate what was already in my activities list. They didn't really gain any new information. Thankfully, I was a strong writer. And so that I think helped carry my essay. There was nothing new that the college reps would have learned from that essay compared to what was already in my application. And so now as a professional, I realize that it is about so much more like this is your chance. The college essay is your chance as a student to share anything that might be missing or needs elaboration on your application. So instead of writing, in my case, I wrote about literally every activity I was involved in. And I was a student who was involved in everything at our school. So I did that. My essay went over the word limit, which is also a big no-no. Instead of doing all of that, I could have simply chosen one activity and gone deeper into that one activity. So for me, I should have just written about my experience on dance team and what I learned from that, how that helped shape me as an individual and why I want to continue that in college instead of, you know, writing a little bit about everything else I did that was already listed on my activity. Yeah, you might agree with this, but I think especially with the personal statement The personal statement tends to be less direct in terms of what you're supposed to write about. And so sometimes students fall into the trap of, like you said, maybe writing about things that the college already knows. You know, there's so many directions you can take a personal statement in. And so sometimes you, like you mentioned, you know, it would have been probably in your better interest to write about something specifically as opposed to like maybe a written version of like a resume. That's really, really interesting. You know, alongside that, can you in your own words kind of describe what a personal statement is? Yeah, a personal statement is definitely a more challenging. When I talk with students and at Marquette, now in my professional setting, we offer both options for students to kind of gauge what your level of comfortability is uh, and allow you like the, the flexibility to define how you want to write your essay, what you want to write it about. To me now, a personal statement, as you mentioned, Cody, is just so much more broad and is really an open-ended opportunity for you to talk about yourself. Um, It can be maybe characteristics that define you. Um, Generally speaking, a personal statement prompt will will just ask, like, please share with us in 500 words about you. And it's honestly anything you want to write about. And I think that that lack of guidance can be overwhelming for individuals. And so a personal statement is your opportunity to just demonstrate anything that might be missing on your application, as I said before. So 
It doesn't have to be about activities. It could be a story or something that has defined you in a, a, a big way. I think my hesitation with personal statements and sometimes where I see flaws or see issues is that people get so focused on on setting up the stage that they spend more time explaining a situation than they do actually talking about themselves. So it's really important in that personal statement to talk about you and make sure the focus is on you because that's what the admissions committee is is reviewing and and we're admitting you, not the story that you're telling. Going back to the role of the essay within the, the admissions process, you kind of mentioned what you thought it was and what how you thought it was functioning within that process. But has your mindset of how important the essay is, has that changed at all now as a professional, especially working in admissions? I don't know if my mindset about the importance has necessarily changed because I think there is an emphasis in you know, college prep and, and preparing for the application season on there's so much focus on that actual application piece or on that essay piece. I do think why it's important has changed. To me, when I was in high school, I thought the essay was important because it was a chance for me to like brag about myself. Um, and that's kind of how it was proposed to me. Now, as a, a professional, I understand that this is an opportunity for me to see if this student is a fit in our campus community. And we can tell an academic fit by your transcripts. We can can figure out financial fit once we talk and go through the, the FAFSA. But I want to know if you are going to make a good personal fit in our community. Are you going to get involved? And you can demonstrate that by talking about the things you were involved in in high school preferably only one or two. Um, we can talk about the type of person you are. So what is your character like? What what drives you? What motivates you? And to me, that is now as a professional, that is why the college essay is so much more important. It's not just a, a chance for you to reiterate other areas of your application or to demonstrate that you're a strong college level writer. It's also for, for me to get to know you because at Marquette, I recruit the entire state of Illinois. And that is a ton of students applying to Marquette. I don't have the opportunity to meet with those students individually. And I might not be the one who's reviewing all of the applications, right? I've got a a staff of 20 other people who are reviewing admissions essays. And so that essay is so important because it allows you to connect with that admissions counselor who maybe you've never seen and, and may never meet, but this is their chance to get to know who you are and make sure that you fit in our community and that you're going to bring something to our community that either we have or maybe that we don't have. Are you going to fill a hole uh, and help us help us achieve a more lively campus? I love that you bring up the community fit because I think the other two fits you talked about, academic fit and financial fit, those resonate with students, but that community fit it's something that I think students forget about sometimes or don't think about. You know, I've talked with some of my students um, that, you know, Jesuit schools, for example, very into social justice, very in- involved in change, very into volunteerism. You know, those are things they look for um, in students, for example. So, so that community fit is definitely a big piece. So thank you so much for bringing that to light. 
You mentioned that it was a very stressful process for you, which I totally can understand and relate to. But I'm curious, how did you deal with that stress, especially as a first-generation college student? I cried a lot. (laughs) Um, No, honestly, I... I struggled. I, of course, was stressed, but I think what what helped me and helped me stay focused was taking breaks and starting this process early enough that you can walk away from your essay for a day or two, come back to it with you know fresh eyes, a renewed sense of self, and get back into where you left off. So maybe it was getting started that you had the hardest problem with that beginning intro paragraph. Well, can you write a conclusion or can you write a middle paragraph, you know, set aside one or two hours today, take a break from it, come back. And maybe now when you read through it, you're like, oh, here's how I want to start it um, and kind of piece it together that way. And, and then once you have a final product, again, walk away from it, come back, read it out loud, make sure it makes sense, make sure it flows right. I think that was the biggest the biggest help for me was just being able to take breaks, but that requires you to start ahead of schedule. So make sure that you stay organized and know your deadlines so you can give yourself that appropriate planning period. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's great advice. And I think also the giving yourself breaks and giving yourself time also removes some of the time constraints. You know, if we can remove one factor of the stress, you know, there's still going to be stress about what do I write about? Does it sound good? You know, but if we can remove, okay, I need it done by then, you know, we, we never want a student writing the essay the night it's due. <laughs> do not recommend that. So, um, so yeah, see it. See it like a painting, you know, pretend you're an artist, see it like a painting. You know, I would say most artists, you know, do some work, take a break, do some work, take a break, you know, see it as that. I think that that's, that's really, really good advice. Any other tips you would share for essay writing specifically for first generation students? Yeah, I I definitely have tips and tricks, you know, I've been around it for, for a while now. Um, and I think my my biggest recommendation for students is make sure you stay focused on that prompt. And you brought it up before, Cody, but make sure that you actually answer that question or that prompt fully. So if someone's asking you to define a, a struggle or a challenge that you've had to overcome, don't stay so focused on on describing that challenge that you forget about how you overcame it. Make sure that every piece of your essay, every word that's in there is a required piece to help answer and focus on that prompt. I think my other thing relates to having people read your essay um, and making sure that you get people who will offer honest feedback. Um, You know, have your mom read it, but then have your AP English teacher read it or one of your friends or whoever you decide, whoever you trust that's in your circle to read that. But at the end of the day, this is your story. So anything that they provide you in terms of feedback are only suggestions. Ultimately, it's up to you how you want to represent yourself and what pieces of the puzzle and pieces of your story you decide to put into that essay. So just just stay true to, to you and, and your story. Because at the end of the day, the admissions committee is admitting you into our university, not your mom, not your AP English teacher, not your college counselor, whoever you decide to have have edit and read. 
So now let's just close by talking about college essays in general. And, you know, as a college admissions professional, you are going to provide an invaluable lens and perspective on this, given that you wrote college essays to get into college, (laughs) and now you review them for, for future college students. But to start, you kind of already alluded to this earlier, but do you see college essays as benefiting applicants or hindering applicants on it? Um, Generally, I think they're designed to help benefit applicants. As we talked about before, really the essay is an opportunity for you to add in any of those holes or the missing pieces of your applicant or of your application. Um, Unfortunately, I think that sometimes they can be a hindrance though if students don't have the appropriate support. So if you're not asking for help or you're not giving yourself enough time to complete an essay. Uh, sometimes I think they can be a hindrance if they're not, I guess, prepared for appropriately. You know, one of the biggest, I guess, mechanisms or processes of college admissions is the common application or common app for short. You know, hundreds of schools um, use it and, and, you know, you can submit applications to multiple schools through one application, including Marquette. Um, Would you mind talking about or describing how the Common App essay works? Yes, because I think this is something that students are not fully aware of. Um, As a Common App school, we get thousands and thousands of Common Apps to Marquette every year. Um, and essentially, what, what I love about the Common App is that it is easy for students to apply to multiple universities. You know, it keeps all of your demographic information, all of your a- activities and resume pieces all in one place. But I think that personal statement can get a little confusing for students because you write one essay for the Common App personal statement. You'll choose one of about 10 different prompts or so. Uh, each summer, they release their list of essay prompts to allow you to get working on your essay prior to the application's opening. But the thing that you have to remember is that personal statement is going to be shared to multiple universities. So when you're filling it out, make sure not to put specific information about a school in that personal statement, in that common app personal statement, because that's going to go to multiple schools. So if you're applying to Marquette University and you add Marquette into that common app personal statement, I don't want, or you need to know that that essay is going to go to all of the universities that you check on your list. So I would caution you and be real hesitant about what what specific information you put in that Common App personal statement related to the school you're applying to, the activities that are involved at that school, any deadline or timeline considerations related to individual schools. Now, each school will have uh, its own section for supplemental pieces. So at Marquette, we require students to answer a page of like Marquette specific questions. um, And then you can add any additional information in there. If you have an additional essay that you'd like to share with separate universities, you're able to put it in that supplemental information and select the schools that you want to send it to. So if you're doing anything that's more unique to the school, that's where I would put it, not in that common app personal statement. You know, generally, have you heard of or encountered any unique 
or odd (laughs) prompts that you would like to share? Yes, uh, this is my favorite question. Because the college essay, although I was not a fan of it when I was applying to colleges, is now my number one favorite thing. And so I love looking up what the different prompts are every year, and seeing what some of the crazy ones out there are. I know a lot of the like more highly selective institutions like the University of Chicago, some of the Ivies, uh, Stanford, they all not all, but most of them will have some pretty unique essay prompts. And I think what is so intriguing about them is that it causes these students to like stop and take a step back and like really reflect. And you have to become so unique with your answers that you can't just repurpose an essay, which I think is the ultimate reason that they choose going that way and like using some of these crazy prompts. Um, But I would love to read the essays they get based on some of these. Uh, Some of my favorites, I've seen ones that talk about like explain the work situation that's in front of you. So like explain what's on the desk or the table. What are you seeing out your window? And that's what you write your essay on. I've seen other ones that talk a lot about social media. That's been a big one over the last couple of years, specifically things like what was your last tweet about? And then you explain your last tweet and why it was important. I've seen other ones that say something along the lines of like, your YouTube video just hit 10 million views. What was it about? Or you went viral on TikTok. What was it for? So I think those are super fun because it allows students to be a little bit more playful and creative with their answers. I know for our Marquette application, we have different prompts that you can choose to to write about if you don't want to write about any of the common app ones. And my favorite one that we have in our office is that uh, we're going to do a show and tell with your incoming class of 2000 students. What are you bringing to the stage with you? And I just think that's so fun. I've gotten some really fun answers, everything from a Converse sneaker to a student's water bottle or a skateboard. Um, Someone one time said a piece of bubble gum. And so it's just kind of a, a fun, unique thing. And I've I've caught myself laughing to some of these essays, uh, but it, they allow students to to share a story or share something about themselves. And you don't have to get super vulnerable. I think sometimes there's this idea that like I have to have this big dramatic experience or this traumatic experience, and I have to give that to the admissions committee member because that that's what makes me valuable. And that's not the case. You know, all of our students are bringing different perspectives and experiences to the table. You don't owe anyone your your full story. So if you're uncomfortable and, and don't want to share about your, your trauma, use one of these more creative, fun essays where you can talk about like what you went viral for on TikTok or ketchup or mustard, thinking about that. I know what I would answer, and I definitely could come up with a college essay that says why ketchup is the better option. I love that you brought up, you know, sometimes the pressure to write about the challenges or things that we've gone through. Like, that's not always what it has to be about. It's about making the essay personal to you, but that doesn't mean if you're not comfortable sharing certain things in your life. So you already mentioned this, but you you had the experience of writing both admissions essays and scholarship essays. Do you think there's any difference between how you write those two different essays? I don't know if there's necessarily um, a difference in how you write them, but I think there can sometimes be like pressure when you're writing for scholarship organizations, because oftentimes those scholarship applications are coming after admissions 
or at least after you've submitted your applications and now you're like in this process of trying to decide where you're going to go to school, maybe trying to decide what you're going to major in. And sometimes these scholarship prompts ask, why did you choose Marquette University? Or why did you choose the career path that you're applying into? And I think there can be this pressure that like, oh, I have to know exactly what I'm going to do with my life, exactly where I'm going to go to college. And that's that can feel really overwhelming and feel like you are, I guess, misleading the scholarship organizations. And so that's definitely not the case. Like you don't have to have your whole life figured out. All you're doing is applying for scholarship at this point, and it's up to the committee to see your value beyond wanting to be a doctor or beyond, um, you know, going to a certain school. And so hopefully that you don't put all that pressure on yourself to make commitments to specific colleges or specific career paths without also still giving yourself the flexibility to decide what you're going to do give yourself those next four years to make to make that career path decision. You know, as we talk about, you know, high school seniors going off to college, we've talked about a lot of common themes today, you know, self-reflecting, being self-aware, coming to terms with different identities, you know, students might identify, um, you know, in, in other ways, you know, specific racial groups or socioeconomically, or as members of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and you, you've mentioned that, you know, coming to terms with your identity probably would have served you um, in a better way. But I'm curious to close, how do you believe essays could actually be to the advantage of first gens applying to college, and especially those who have a sense of that identity and what their story means? Yeah, I think the college essay is such a period of self-reflection. It's different than any piece of writing that students have ever done before. You know, in your English classes and in your science classes, you're writing very academic and scientific work. This essay is so much more about you. And I think it's hard for 17 and 18 year olds and trying to think back to when we were that age it's hard to write about yourself in that capacity. And so this is the first time for a lot of students that you're actually taking time and sitting down to reflect on who you are. What has gotten you to this point? Are there life experiences? Are there family members that have helped guide and shape you? Like you said, are there other identities, uh, whether that's LGBTQ+, whether that is your your ethnic or racial identity, and in all of those pieces, create who you are. And the the college essay is an opportunity for you to think about those and talk about how that's going to help serve you in college. Um, and I think that that's the biggest advantage, right? That you are taking this time now to sit and reflect on what's important to you and who you are. Um, and that moment of self self-reflection is going to help serve you. So when you get to college, you know the offices and the people on campus that you need to reach out to for support. Um, Being first generation, there are a ton of resources on campus, but you don't know that you can access those resources unless you know you're first generation and unless you are, are working with, you know, your support in high school to help transition that support into college. 
Um, and so I think that that's the biggest benefit um, is this this moment of self-reflection and really utilize it for all that you can. Absolutely. Completely, completely agree. And I would encourage our listeners, um, especially those in high school, you don't have to be a senior, you could be of any age, but especially those first gens, you know, approaching their college days to really self-reflect and think about who they are as a person um, and how they can convey that through, through the written essay. So, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jeanette, for all of your incredible insight and sharing your experiences and your expertise with us today. Um, I know that our audience will certainly benefit from all that you had to share. This was such a great experience. Thanks so much for having me today, Cody. Thanks again to today's guest, Jeanette, for sharing her stories and experiences with our audience. And thank you for tuning in to How to College for First Gens. As you learned from Jeanette today, the college essay is such a different writing than probably anything else a student has ever done in their academic career. The college essay requires self-awareness, reflection, and really a greater understanding of the various identities a student might relate with. Jeanette hit on so many topics that really truly reinforced the idea of the essay being truly about that student and who they are. As she said in today's interview, it is not about the story that you tell, but more about who you are as a person. She also mentioned a lot of other tips and advice of really answering the question that you're given, um, really exploring topics and not always selecting that one that might be the easiest to write about in your mind, but also that you don't necessarily have to write about the traumas or challenges that you've experienced if you are not comfortable in doing so. The college essay can take so many forms. We talked about the prompted essay, we talked about the personal statement, and we even talked about some fun essay prompts that some of the highly selectives use as well. Jeanette also even detailed how colleges use the essay from the other side of the table when reviewing and admitting students. Colleges want to assess students not only on things such as academic fit or financial fit, but also on community fit. Colleges want people who are going to be strong leaders and members of their community, and they can explore that by getting to know you better as a person in the many areas of interest that you have. As always, you can find us online at howtocollegefirstgen.org. If you have any questions or feedback as we want to hear what you think, what you're struggling with, and how we can help. If you prefer to reach us on social media, you can find us at How to College First Gen on Instagram and Facebook and at HTC First Gen on Twitter. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. Until next time. <laughs>